Hey everyone, it's Two Reasonable Men. We're back. This is Dan Starbuck Pelletier. I got Carlos. Hey, Carlos. Hey, Danny. How's it going? Good, good. How's your uh, Sunday treating you? Sunday's been relaxing, man. Uh, not too, not too crazy. Uh, but what about yours? So you're done with your chess classes. I, I was able to to join your class today. I appreciate that. Yes. Thank you for joining today and uh, giving us some lessons on Stalin and 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 Hitler. Uh, it was it was a fantastic class, um, great group of kids, and great to have you there. Thank you for that. So today we're going to be talking about handling rejection, something that everyone struggles with. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. So we're going to talk both professionally and then personally. So Carlos, you want to take it away on professionally. Um, what's some 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 tactics that you use or story or something? Get us started. It's really interesting, Danny. I, uh, rejection is something that we encounter every single day in the industry I'm in, for sure. Uh, I try to get uh, involved with sales, and that is something that you're going to get rejected every single day, every single email, every single phone call. And I think the key is to get your mindset changed from certainty and uncertainty and really being able to separate the two. I believe that there's no certainty in anything in life. Nothing in nature is certain. So whenever you think that there's something that's for sure going to happen and it doesn't, you're, you're, you're going to be devastated. You're, you're going to be let down. And if you decide to not focus so much on whatever you think is going to be certain and just adjust your thinking to knowing that Things are going to change. Things are going to be different. You may get rejected. I think the way you come back with that and the way you handle that is much easier. So, well, I have an analogy to that. Uh, Brandon Rogers, when he was at Liverpool, you know, Carlos, you and I are, are big soccer fans. He once said he never gets too disappointed when the team loses and never too excited when the team wins. Okay, his focus is always on the next game and the bigger picture. And basically what you're saying, and I find it really interesting, is instead of focusing on, oh, I got this deal, it's 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 more I want to set the tone for how I how I sell, how do I run my business, and and this this one small deal or this big deal doesn't matter. This big sale is not going to make or break me. Okay. And it doesn't and so and and so so Brandon Rogers beating Arsenal isn't going to make or break his career. It's just another game. Albeit it's a big game. It's Arsenal, one of their rivals, but it's not going to make or break his career. But big picture, he keeps going, whether or not it's a win or a loss. So you know, I like that. Is there any situations you know you can give us from from you're in the logistics? Uh, Correct. You know, you get trucks. Walk us through um, you know a story, an actual story that you you faced where. Um, rejection came to your doorstep and 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 you accepted it and you uh, carried on well it's happened it's happened uh, of course many times where you know you try to sell a service to somebody and, and they just don't want to give you an opportunity at all and it's happened where you perhaps uh, you run into situations that that people just absolutely not even answer you back or or, or you know or, or they do answer you back and then never come back again uh, I had a situation where a customer of mine basically just just let me know and told me that you know what I I just don't I don't think so I don't think this is gonna work at all and uh, and 
we're just going to move with a different option. And, and it was tough, you know, because this was a customer that we have already. How'd you tell your boss that you got that email? What did you do? Did you just tell your boss right well, away? No, or exactly. You just have a conversation. You said, you know what? I just got off the phone with this guy and, and he just doesn't think that he's going to continue to be uh, using our services. Uh, and it was interesting because that conversation kind of set the tone to get a kind of a personal feel with this guy. You know, you whenever you have struggles with somebody, you kind of get close to them. And uh, in that particular situation, made it where the guy has complete trust and complete personal, he doesn't care about what he says in front of us now, okay? And, and by me saying, look, all right, I get it. You don't want to use us anymore, but we're going to be around. And anything you need will continue to be around for you. Yeah. So let, let it be known that, yes, of course, we're going to miss you as a customer. Well, that doesn't mean that if you, don't call, if you call me, I'm not going to be around. And I just told you this yeah. before we got in this call. So a customer called me and I told you the key is being available. Okay. So I'm always, I'm always going to answer my phone. It doesn't matter if it's 3 or 4 a.m. I'm going to answer the phone and I'm going to give you an answer, whether it's a good answer or a bad answer. And, uh, and this customer came back around. And, uh, and, and I think the availability that I showed and, and that my team shows, you know, that it's and, always and around. Graciousness. The graciousness and, and the, the, the kindness and how you handled that, um, that is huge to sales. So I'll give you a story just like that where I got rejected and, and then something great came out of it because we handled it with kindness. Um, we have a college recruiting company in Spain and we bring players from Spain to America. We find them scholarships. Uh, right now we're really focused on soccer. And I went there last August, 2016. I was there for a week and I found a player. I said, that's my guy. I said, we're gonna work to get that player. He looks young, he's our guy. And turns out we knew the goalkeeper coach, we got in, we got, turns out the guy was already in college, which means he values education. And we got in contact with him and he was like, let's do this. And this is a player. This isn't some joke like, oh, you know, he's a good, no, this is a real player. All right. Professional, basically. And, Amazing. Yes. Yeah. All right. 20 years old, just an excellent center midfielder. And we go through the process. We get him a highlight film. Okay. He actually plays in a huge game against the third biggest team in Spain. Um, I'm not going to mention it, but if you know soccer, you know exactly what team that is. And so he plays in there against their second team and does extremely well we get that game film we send that to college coaches i get a call from a coach at a really big division one school sixty six thousand dollars a year to go to this school okay he says i want to meet with you i don't even know this guy okay i just sent him an email with this i go to meet with him the next day at his office he says look this is a full ride player Boom. We had just put together a four-minute highlight film and a game, a game film again, and that's it. We hadn't even really talked about his grades. Or this kid was that good, okay? I call the kid. I call his brother because I was mostly working through his brother who acts as his agent, and they're celebrating. We're celebrating. It's my first player, and I got him a full scholarship. I'm telling all my friends. I'm sending the game film to everybody I know, right? I go to Spain again in December. We're having our showcase. He's our marquee player playing in it. The games, the showcase is at 10 a.m. At 9 p.m. the night before, my business partner gets a text message from him, the player. Hey, man, 
I decided I'm going to try to go pro in, in Spain. I don't want it to go to college in America. I'm so sorry, guys. I hope this doesn't offend you guys. Of course, we're devastated, right? Of course, we're frustrated. It's late. We're already stressed out because the showcase is the next day. We got college coaches that flew over from America all the way to Spain to watch our players. He's our marquee player. And I remember saying to my business partner, we need to support him. We need to support him. We need to show him kindness. We need to say, good luck. We're here for you. For you. Let us know if you need anything. And he was like, that's awesome, man. Thank you. Okay. Time passes. Actually, the showcase happens the next day. One of the players in the showcase gets identified by one of the college coaches. So we contact this player. This player is really wanting to go to America. Okay, so we start working with him. He's about to sign a contract with us to, uh, to have us represent him. Turns out he plays for the youth team of the player that just decided he wanted to go pro and not go to America. They practice at the same facility every day. He knows him well. He knew that we were working with him. He goes up to him. He asks him, hey, I'm thinking about signing with these guys. They're a small business. There's other companies that are massive I could work with, but these guys seem nice. Well, should I work with them? And the player that had rejected us said, that's the guys. Don't go with the big guys. Those guys were there, were kind to me when I rejected them. Wow. All right? And then within the week, we had signed um, our new player. So it all came around. We got a new player. We're still doing business. We're still bringing a player to America. And now we have a guy out there that's saying great things about us to many players. And keep, keep in mind, this is a really good player. So other players are going to listen to this guy. That's how it works in sports. You got a guy like Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. You get any NBA player coming to the NBA. If LeBron James tells him tie your shoelaces like this, they're going to tie their shoelaces like that. Without a That's doubt. That's just how. Without a doubt. So that was a huge learning lesson for me. And like you said, when that guy rejected you, you were kind to him, and you said, "I'll be here." I think at any time in rejection, especially in business, um, you you show gratitude, um, you you show kindness, and it'll come around to you. It might take a year, but it'll come around to you. Yeah, and, and so. really, there's, there's no point on, on, on having a negative outlook on that, right? Because it takes the same amount of energy to, to, to think positive than to think negative. And, and I think yeah. you really add value to your life by being positive and, and trying to see the, the bright side of these Less situations. Stress. Less stress, man. Less exactly. stress. And it's easier uh, said than done, of course. You know, at the moment, you're frustrated. At the moment, you're, you're mad. But you know what? You talked about Abraham... Lincoln before and, and he's one of your, your role models and I yes. read a book about Abraham Lincoln and he had something that I really really liked that he used to do every time he was mad instead of reacting he used to write letters I do that dude I do he, that you actually do that well it, it, I thought it was amazing because when you're in the moment you tend to, to go by emotion rather than rationalize rather than yep. being a reasonable person correct so right writing down and then reading what you actually were thinking at the moment instead of reacting and going at it. I think it's a, it's a, I think it's a valuable skill. And, and I think if our listeners, if other people do it, I think, I think that's amazing. And, and honestly, I don't do it. I would I like do. to. You don't have to write great. it out on a paper. I, I write it out in a long text message and then I delete it every time. And I actually, and, and Abraham Lincoln was very adamant about always deleting the first one or always getting rid of the first letter. Because if, right. if he's gonna if, if he's gonna write it and then he's gonna write it again, that means he really needs to write that, right. right? So I write it out. I write the whole thing out and then I delete it and then I say, do I really want to take the effort to write it out again? Is it that important? There we go. That's you know? that's, that's quality. 
I think that's awesome. amazing. So what about what about your personal life? Like, let's say in the past, I know you're getting married to an excellent woman, um, Ashley. But in the past, um, when you got rejected by by a woman or a friend that just stopped talking to you uh, in your personal life, uh, how did you go about handling that rejection? And, and I think it's gonna be it's really funny because the girl I'm marrying now, Ashley, I was rejected by her multiple times. I don't know if you know this story, but, and you can go to our wedding website and you'll find the story because she, she thought she, she, she actually typed it out and she thought it was hilarious and, and, and she thought it would make a great story, but it took me about three, four months to get a date with her. And, you know, every time I, I, I called her, I sent her a message, she was busy, she had something to do. At least she answered, but I was being rejected constantly. And she was saying, I, look, I can't hang out. I have something going on. Exactly. At least she was being polite. What, was she making the, the excuses up? Probably. But <laughs> in reality, I mean, I was being rejected. And, and I, could have, I could have taken it in a different way. I could have said, you know what? Forget this. Uh, I'm better, you know, than, 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 than being begging or, or than being persistent. But no, but, but you have to really take situations like that and, and like I said learn from the from 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 the past and if, if it's something that you really like and you really love and it's something you'd really feel good about I think it's very worth it and and, and now look the the end result is I'm, I'm getting married and and, yeah. I, and you never know right so persistence and, and and rejection I think uh you know there's something that you can that can be done with persistence especially if you feel good about the situation now if it's some if somebody is going to reject you and, and you don't feel well about it you still have to be nice you still have to be kind and right. and and not burn bridges because that's uh that's never good then you have another person out there you know saying bad things about you which doesn't exactly. help exactly not and and so yours ended nice but you know i i'm i'm not getting married and and i've been through some breakups right and so i haven't had that 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 sweet story, but I will tell you that um, I, I've, I've grown with my rejections. I know that with with I went through a pretty serious breakup a couple of years ago, and and she said she needed space, and I couldn't. I kept telling myself no, but she wants me to show persistence. And in reality, what I needed to do was I needed to make myself better for her to want me. So okay. I needed to go. Work harder at the things that I'm passionate about. Work harder on my health, my body. Work harder on my intellectual things that I do. And then I become more attractive and, and give her space and let her come to me. And, and at, at the right moments, maybe send her a message, send her a letter or something small. But I was way too persistent. And I've learned – I recently went through – you know, not a breakup, but you know, I was dating a girl and, and it, it, it just dissolved. And I've taken this one I think a lot better because now – I. I I'm zoning in on my chess. I'm zoning in on my soccer coaching. I'm zoning in on my businesses and and my body working out all the time. And and you know her and I you know talk every now and again. But I'm not putting pressure on her. I'm not pushing her away. And and I'm happy. And and I'm not desperate for her because I've got other things going on. And I'm happy. So now was it is it painful? Do I think about it? Yeah, of course I think about it. But the reality is, it's not going to do me any good to push things on her or it's not going to do me any good to get depressed and stop eating, stop working out and drink. That does nothing. Exactly. And, but people fall into that crack all the time. And all you do is lose the person ends up that you're chasing 
ends up thinking you're annoying. And once you're annoying to a person, you 99% of the time, that's it. Because yeah. it's hard to get out of that, right? So to all the listeners, man, we've got we've got Carlos who's who's made you know has the beautiful story, but I'm sure you had the, the rough stories before. You've got me who ha- have had the rough stories, but I've had good stories. But the, the moral of the story is is be be gracious, be kind in your rejection, all right, and patient. Focus on your health. Focus on your your, your intellectual your, yourself, and it comes back to you. It comes back to you, but it comes back to you when it should come back to you, not when you force it to. And I think it's it's very important to recognize that everybody's in a different journey, and you have to recognize everybody's journey for what it is, right? So you cannot impose your view or your or your side of the world and say this is how you're going to look at it. Right? The moment you start doing that and forcing your views and forcing your model of the world into other people, then you start being miserable. But in, instead, I think it's, it's better to recognize that they have a journey in life, you have a journey in life, and if that's, if that's going to be a journey that's going to be together, then also respect that journey, right? Yeah. But not try to force it, not try to, to do things just because it makes you happy, you know? Yeah. So that that was uh we got pretty deep there, but that is that, the that, uh, got... that is our intention here. We want to really connect with with our viewers and and show them that we're not just uh we're not just talking about the markets and and, and fluff. We're trying to get you know down down to the core and uh, and give them some some real stuff that they can cling on to. So hopefully our listeners enjoyed this one. I know and I felt I feel pretty good about it too. So thank you, Carlos, and uh, looking forward to next time. Thank you, Danny, and. Uh... We don't know where we're going to be recording next time. I mean, I see you. You're in Connecticut today. You're in Boston for the last one. Uh, yeah. You're moving too much, man. <laughs> Maybe I'll be in Spain. Spain? I'll be in I'll have to wake up at 3 in the morning. I'll be in Florida next weekend visiting my parents. So you know what we should do? We should record something in Florida next for the next one. Fantastic. Well, I'm down for that. And, uh, Sounds like a plan. All righty, perfect, Danny. Well, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, To our listeners, uh, we appreciate you checking this episode again. And uh, we're looking forward to the next one. Thank you, Danny. All right, see you guys.